do you, your friend or family member, know a store that seemed to be doing well, but suddenly closed shop? Did you wonder why they closed up? As you had noticed, they were busy. Did you wish they hadn't closed up as they were your go-to place for certain needs? Imagine if you could help that your favorite store, supposing things were in your control. Well, you don't have to imagine it. I'm on a mission to unpack how you can help if you were in charge. Hola! <laughs> My name is Ola, spelled O-L-A. But I find a lot of people playfully say Hola to me when connecting with me. Hola, spelled H-O-L-A. And I like it. Why? Because it's the beginning of a conversation on who I am and why you do want to connect with me. So, I encourage you to listen up. All conversations here are about personal development based on the principles of fairness, compassion, and commitment. So, let's holler in. <laughs> in this episode, I'm going to show what can help and why I believe it can help. The solution from my perspective is how to balance liquidity and profit. Is there a trade-off and why should you care how this impacts your small business? There's so much to unpack in this topic and that can take a lot of time. So in this episode, I will focus on explaining from my perspective what I understand by liquidity and profit and why you should care about it. Hopefully, there would be opportunity in the future to unpack more, such as if you can have one without the other, or the practicality of having both, or even the possibility of having none. From a pragmatic point of view, you shouldn't have to choose, but if it ever comes to choosing at any time, which would you choose? So we'll leave all that for another time. But for today, let's unpack why you as an entrepreneur should care about liquidity and profit. In answering this, let's try and explain profit. I see profit as the measure of success in a business over a long term. And I'm going to explain that. If you work somewhere, you want to get paid. What you have paid is the measure of your worth. That is how much your skill is worth. Now, in determining that worth, you will calculate the portion of your education that will go into the work, the portion of your living expenses, and so on and so forth. For the work to be worthwhile, there should be a reasonable amount left after deducting these expenses that you can save or use at your free will. Now, that's the profit. Next, let's, ne let's look at liquidity. 
Liquidity makes it possible to generate that profit. For example, a retailer supplies wholesale food items to a big chain store. The arrangement is such that the retailer gets paid when the store sells the items. Now, why should a retailer take this kind of a deal? Well, because the big store has the crowd, what some people would call they have the footfall. And in this example, let's assume that they are even in a prime location. It makes them even better. Now, that store is in a good position liquidity-wise. Why? Because they have taken ownership of the products without cash flowing out of their business. Meanwhile, for this same product, they are collecting cash from their customers immediately. This means that by the time they pay the retailer, which, by the way, may take up to 60 days after they had sold the product, they would have created cash for themselves from the profits. Now, imagine the big store doing that with many retailers. That's how they scale. Then compare that to a small retailer selling similar products, but in significantly lesser quantities. The challenge for the owner of that smaller store remains how to put products in store with the similar arrangement the bigger store has. And I say it's a challenge because in this instance, if the retailer took their products to the smaller store, the odds are greater that these products wouldn't have been sold or they wouldn't have been fully sold at the end of, say, 60 days. So the retailer may likely be asking the small store to pay them at the point the store takes ownership of the product. If this were the case, for the small store owner, their cash is tied down until the customers buy the items. On the other hand, if their cash was not tied down, they would have used it to create more cash. So you see why you should care? Then how can you fix this? Well, watch the metrics per time, such as the amount of checks you have written and mailed, the amount of checks yet to be written, and when they would be due, the amount of cash represented by product, the amount of cash expected from sales, actual cash on hand per time, and the list goes on. Ideally, you need systems to do this to be effective. And that's how you balance the trade-off. By watching the metrics, you control cash and how that cash is being used to create more cash for your business. Well, in the interest of time, that's it for now. Hopefully that makes sense in some way and it is helpful. And I do hope there will be an opportunity in the future to unpack so much more on this topic because there's so much more, so much more to unravel. But for now, wishing you all the best in your businesses. And remember, let's continue to learn together and to keep on connecting. Bye for now. Thanks for joining today. Hopefully, that has impacted you positively in some ways. As we all know, personal circumstances are quite different. So I encourage you to apply the lessons in line with your own context. Until next episode, do holler to connect with people. And remember, let's continue to learn together 
and be encouraged to keep on connecting. Hola! Ha, <laughs> ha,